the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. We are live. We recorded here, folks. We are live. Okay, don't listen to that guy over there. That's some sort of FCC thing. I, know. I guess some of the commercials are pre-recorded, but we're not pre-recorded. It is a Monday. It's a short week, uh, and even though it's a short week, what happens here in the firm is like things get compressed. So there's a little bit more stress and pressure to get things done. Um, we have a great week uh, lined up for you, not only in the law but also on radio. And then we uh, also we're off to a, a Thanksgiving weekend which, uh, you know, usually carries with it less stress because of that one word, presence. There are no presents typically on Thanksgiving unless there's a, a couple of holidays floating around there. I got Sam Bellino uh, on the mixing board. Hello. What's going on there, Mr. Mr. Matt? What's going on? I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Hope you are as well. Yeah, I don't think you're too shy with the uh, the edible turkey there situation. Uh, no, no, I go for seconds, thirds, fourths, all that stuff. All right. And isn't it true that, like, you really don't have to do anything except kind of eat, right, and hang out and well, watch watch some sports. Yeah, but, I mean, it's only fair that, you know, you say no presents, but you should show up with something to add to the meal. Yeah, but that's easy. It's a bottle of wine or it's, a, you know, a pie or something like that. It's nothing crazy. You know, it's interesting. I was talking to, you know, I have these two young lawyers in, in the firm from Sicily. Um, when I say from Sicily, like they, they've only been in the country for, I think, two or three years. They're lawyers in Sicily, in Italy, and they came here and they took an LLM and now they, they took uh, the bar exam. One took it already and passed and the other one's taking it in February. Um, but they, I asked them, you know, have you guys figured out a plan for Thanksgiving? And they said, um, yeah, yeah, we're going to a friend's house, an American friend's house. And, and one of them, Rosario, goes, I can't wait for the pumpkin pie. And I smiled. He goes, you know, that doesn't exist in Italy. Like pumpkin is something that, you know, you, you, we cook in a certain way and you eat it with sausage. Um, even when we go back to Sicily and we talk about having like a pumpkin spice latte, like a pumpkin spice cappuccino, they look at us like we're crazy. <laughs> and it's, it's interesting how, you know, things that we take for granted in other cultures now, even despite colonization, um, are just, just it's, they're still foreign. You know, Matt, I know you're a DJ, and I know you're into music, and right before we came on the air, I just saw this story, and it's, I, I'm only looking at the headlines, but it's a little, um, a little disturbing to me. The University of Florida has rescinded a football scholarship offer to a high school prospect for using the N-word while rapping along with a song. 
standout quarterback Marcus Stokes of Nice High School in Ponte Verde Beach posted a video of himself mimicking the lyric as he rode in the car. Welcome back, N-word, he can be heard saying in the since-deleted two-second clip. I was in my car listening to rap music, rapping along to the words, and posted video of it on social media, Stokes wrote in a statement Sunday. I deeply apologize for the words in the song, which I chose to say. This is, uh, I don't know if I want to say it's a pet peeve of mine, but if this is a song that is played on the radio, it makes no sense to me that you could listen to it on the radio and if a person has a certain color skin, they're allowed to repeat the lyrics, but a person has a different color skin, they're not allowed to repeat the lyrics. I mean, this is just, I mean, first of all, for this kid in the modern era, now his name is out there. So if he goes for a job this summer to work in the Home Depot, or in a day camp, or anywhere, and they put in his name, which is somewhat unique, this is what's going to come up. So now this young man is going to wear this scarlet letter for who knows how long. Well, I can tell you how long, until he has news out there that pushes this down in the Google search. But if, if he just stays, it doesn't just go away. The only way to get bad stuff against you that's on the Internet is to have good stuff out there and that pushes it down in the rankings. And it has to be in a publication that's quite powerful. So if this exact article is in the New York Times saying that you know this kid lost his scholarship and then he wins the Boy Scout Award, but it's only pl- uh, printed in like the Florida Sentinel or some paper down there, the New York Times will still be the, the lead story. Uh, you, you need to have something as powerful as the Times or the New York Post to push it down. So you have a young man singing lyrics of a song that is playing on the radio that we all hear and people are making probably millions of dollars off of. And because he repeats the lyrics of a song that includes a word that, you know, has become the word you cannot say in our society, I mean, talk about the punishment not fitting the crime. Now he loses his scholarship to play ball? Well, I I think it was the school wanting to get ahead of this story and by rescinding his scholarship. You know, they probably felt before anyone says one complaint or boycotts us, let's go ahead and do something to punish this individual. You know, I guess so. Stokes, who played at the same high school as University of Florida legend Tim Tebow, confirmed that his offer had been revoked after the incident. Quote, my intent was never to hurt anybody, and I recognize that even going along with the song, my words still carry a lot of weight, he said. Stokes had received more than a dozen offers from Division I college programs and flipped his commitment from Penn State to Florida in July. You know, here's the question I have. And, and, you know, we have a show, we're going to talk about mortgages, we're going to talk about the, the, the Buffalo and what happened there with the, um, the, the huge snowstorm. I had no intent to talk about this, but this really, here's why it upsets me. You're home right now, you're in the car or you're home. You tell me one word, any word in the English language that a certain group of people not only are allowed to use, but use it, you know, constantly 
And then there's another group of people that, if they use that word, basically get the death penalty. Because for this kid, now his life is basically totally messed up at the age of 16, 17, 17 years old. Just one word. If you know what that word is, just go on my Facebook page and say, yes, Arthur, you're forgetting this word that, you know, some people can say it and other people can't say it. Uh, you, you use any slur for uh, any other ethnicity. And if someone else uses it, you may be offensive. It may be wrong. It may be horrible. But I'm sure if this kid playing football used a, a, a negative word about Italian-Americans or Jewish-Americans or Indian-Americans, they would not have yoked his his obviously his scholarship. Obviously, this kid knows how to play ball, right? He's gotten all these offers from Division One. You know how hard that is. And because he says one word in a in, and he's repeating a song. When I first read the headline, I thought maybe he wrote his own song and he included that word. That's very different. Very very different. That means he's creating something, and now he's intentionally inserting that controversy into his creation. But when he's just merely repeating something, I, you know, I can't get over that. I just can't get over that. That's that is that's that's out of order. I mean, that's that's way way way. That's just as bad as having two water fountains saying this is the white people's water fountain and this is the black people's water fountain. It's just it's it's it's, it's that was horrible. This is horrible. If the same exact kid was it was had African heritage or, or dark skin or he was from Jamaica or somewhere in, in the Caribbean and he did the exact same thing, you tell me, would his scholarship be revoked? Would his scholarship be revoked? Maybe I say this because when I'm in and out the courthouse, I hear that word all the time. Not not by judges, lawyers, clerks, uh, the maintenance people, but by the people who are coming in and out of the courthouse all the time. They refer to each other with that word. They refer to other people with that word. They use it in every possible way you can use a word. They use that word. And yet this kid repeats a song and he gets, I don't want to exaggerate and say the death penalty, but he gets really, really wounded. That's, that's not cool. The same way two water fountains aren't cool. The same, you know, I mean, we got to have a little, you know, balance here. Little balance. No one is minimizing the word and how it's hurt people, et cetera, et cetera. But then you can't have this insane double standard that uh, uh, one kid is allowed to say it and the same exact kid at the same school singing the same song sings the same thing. One gets basically thrown out and one, nothing happens to him. Not cool, folks. Not cool. And if there's another word that I'm forgetting, go to Facebook, go to Twitter, Arthur Idala, find me, and put that word in there that one portion of society could use and another portion, if you use it, it's not only like you did a bad thing, it's like you did something horrible. We're going to be right back. Don't go anywhere. So I got up on this cold, brisk morning, and I said, you know what? On December 16th, I'm going to have to sing and run and run around like a nut, and I have a big night ahead of me, and I will have then become 55 years old, and I need to be in good shape. So I ran a mile. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot, and it's not a lot, but I, I ran a mile. I didn't jog a mile. I, I, was, I was going at a pretty good clip. I didn't time myself, but for a guy who doesn't run, I, it, it was pretty good. And then I dropped, and I did 
a whole bunch of push-ups at home, and then 11th all made me do some push-ups here, and then I did some curls. And you know what I felt like? I felt like I was invincible. Remember when you felt invincible? I felt like I was invincible. When we're healthy, we think we don't need a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. We think we can worry about that when we get older or become sick, and nothing could be further than the truth. The fact is, if something happens to you, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. What happens then? The state of the courts may have to make those choices for you. Is that what you really want? It's essential to create a power of attorney and healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. Call Connors and Sullivan today, the attorneys at law. They really know their stuff because they've been doing this for 40 years. They help you make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. For a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, call 718 718- Two three eight six five zero zero. That's seven one eight two three eight sixty five hundred. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt for Key City Capital. Go there at keycitycapital.com slash Hugh. You've heard me on my radio show with Charlie Dombeck. Now, Charlie has been a practicing CPA for 30 years. He is one of the founders of Key City Capital, and the reason he did so is they wanted to be wealth acceleration experts. Charlie begins by looking at your taxes to see if you've paid too much money over the past few years. He then suggests to you investments. This is an offer to sell. This is just telling you that Charlie can be trusted. A bunch of investments that will have great returns if they perform as they did in the past, and there's no guarantee of future performance performance, of course, but it'll help you structure your tax situation, generate tax-free cash flows. Let Charlie protect your wealth, lower your tax liability. So many of our listeners have connected with him. Connect with Charlie today at keycitycapital.com slash you. That's keycitycapital.com slash you. You can trust Charlie. You can trust Key City Capital at keycitycapital.com slash you. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. This car is automatic, it's systematic, it's hydromatic, why it's greased lightning. Yeah, go ahead. Why not? Short week. With the four speed on the floor, never waiting at the door. All right. Well, if we're talking about Grease Lightning, we're talking about a car. Let's talk to Lauren Fix, who uh, I think she escaped Buffalo where she lives right before, uh, uh, like, let's say the heavens opened up and covered everyone in 70, well, not everyone, but many people. Was it 77 inches of snow, Lauren? Yeah, we had 77 inches of snow in Orchard Park. Um, I left on Saturday. You know, we had quite a few canceled flights, but I finally got in like uh, somewhere on midnight uh, to get out. Of, I went to Florida. <laughs> I said enough of this. Oh, crazy. that is that is so cheating. I mean, that is really I just know. so cheating. My daughter's still there, and she's pregnant. She's a newlywed, so I'm like, I'm out. 
See you well, later. congratulations, Grandma to be. I know, I know Shelby uh, got married. I did not realize that uh, she was with child. Way to go. Thank you. Yeah, she's due at the end of February. So she did a bunch of um, Weather Channel and Fox Weather hits for me. So I put her up on the channel. So she's done this before. She knew this since she was a kid, as you know. So it was, it was great. It was good to have her uh, fill in for me because it made no sense to go, I'm here in Florida. How's the snow in Buffalo? Yeah, that would, that's <laughs> not going to look too good. Um, speaking about yeah. not looking too good, did you see the pictures of Jay Leno when uh, he was released from the hospital today? Yeah, that was really bad. I mean, he had skin grafts. He's got to be an unbelievable pain. He's got a lot of recovery to do. I mean, learning to smile without pulling the, you know, we, I'm very facial like he is. And when you, when you're moving all those, all that skin, oh my gosh, that's, it, it's going to put him out for a while. I, I really feel for him. He's a good guy. I've known him for years, but wow. Just and wow. Bo- and, you know, both his hands and the majority of his left arm. Oh. I mean, for people who haven't seen the, the photo, um, it's not really his face as much as like the underside of his chin on the left side where you can see the skin mm-hmm. grafts and then, and both of his hands. And yes, Lauren Fix is a hundred percent correct. That comes along with excruciating, uh, oh. pain, but he, you know, he, in the picture with, I guess the, the doctors or the nurses, um, you know, he looked pretty good and he did it. You know, interesting. You're talking about a smile. He has a big smile on his face. Um, and one of my colleagues showed me the car he was working on uh, when when he got old, when the, the fire took place. It's like a really old car from, like, I don't know, the 20s or the 30s. Did you see which car? 1916. It yeah, it was It's a white. It's a steam engine. If you think of a Stanley steamer, which was run by steam, someone, something had to ignite the boiler. And so he had a fuel leak, and he was working on the vehicle. It was a good thing a friend of his walked in at the right time because he was able to to help him because otherwise that would have been even worse. So uh, sometimes, you know, it's good to have people just kind of stroll in your shop. It's always frustrating when you're working on a car, but it saves them. They got a blanket, put it on them right away and got the fire out or he probably wouldn't be with us. Well, uh, we wish Jay Leno a speedy recovery. Um, Lauren Fix, who hails from Buffalo, um, what vehicle would you recommend uh, someone who lives in a snow belt uh, type of situation, uh, you know, what is the, you know, there's so much out there, right? There's so many of these uh, sport utility vehicles, but what is a real, like, okay, I need a real truck that's going to really handle this kind of, not, I don't mean 75 inches of snow, but, you know, mm-hmm. when there's two feet of snow on the ground, you have clearance, you have the, 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 the type of transmission, the type of, uh, you know, all-wheel drive. What's Lauren Fix's uh, snow vehicle of record? Well, my vehicle is something different. I have a very special off-road vehicle because it's literally for off-roading. But what you saw on the road that was actually getting places were gasoline or diesel-powered trucks, not electric trucks. Electric trucks were having tons of problems. Cold weather, it was 23 degrees. That kills battery life. It cuts about a third of it out right out of the box. And then when you every time you're driving, the resistance is snow. So the tires are pushing through the snow. So it was cutting battery life down. So it was not even recommended to take out an electric vehicle, whether it be all-wheel drive or not. So your best choice was diesel or gasoline-powered, a true all-wheel drive, and snow tires. So I had a Bronco Raptor. Uh, Ford makes a very limited production of those. I have a very early version of it. Um, helps when you when you know people at Ford. And uh, I, I put that thing in 4x4 and one-pedal drive and 
it was really uh, it, it was no problem getting through the snow, but I will tell you, it was crazy. It was usually when it snows in New Jersey or New York, you get like an inch an hour. That's a lot. And you go, okay, it's an inch an hour. Uh, you know, I won't go out or you think about, you know, second thoughts. But this was three to five inches an hour. So the plows would go by and seconds later, everything was covered with snow. Uh, there is a picture. I don't think I shared it with you, but. There's a guy whose vehicle is at the top of a snowbank, like almost like someone faked to the picture. He had left his vehicle in a lot, and they were using skip loaders to lift up the snow, and they didn't realize they lifted up. This is like construction equipment. They lifted up a vehicle, and it got scooped up and put at the top of the snow mountain. So that one's going to be a while to get that out. Yeah. When you talk about trucks, you're talking about like a Ford F-150 and a GMC yeah. Sierra, those kinds of vehicles? Absolutely. A Yukon, you know, any sort of like a Yukon Denali, any of those kind of things where you're looking at full-size uh, trucks with, on a frame. Uh, I did see a few SUVs that were stuck. They had all-season tires. They thought they can get through anything. I helped pull a guy out who had a, a Lincoln, an older Lincoln Continental, you know, with front-wheel drive. And, like, you know, yeah, no, what that's are you not, doing? That, like, that's, that's not happening. But what about, what about the high-end? It's scary. What about the high-end SUVs, like, you know, the Mercedes S-Class SUV, the GLS, and the, you know, the BMW, the X7? You know, do those cars just look pretty, or are they really functional in this kind of inclement weather? Well, of those, the most capable is the G-Wagon. The G-Wagon will climb a mountain and is tested to climb up mountains in Austria. They're really cool. A Jeep, and I don't mean like a CJ, I mean like a, a bigger-sized Jeep, you shouldn't have a problem with. Uh, you got a renegade yeah right. rubicon anything that's bigger you'll be in good shape smaller more car-like is never good suvs unless they're like an x5 excellent all-wheel drive system audi has a quattro system it's fabulous jeep has a great one ford uh even the explorer as long as you're running snow tires if you're not running snow tires and the weather's that bad stay home the roads will be clear in a couple days Shouldn't be a problem. My daughter has an all-wheel drive SUV that she has snow tires on. Her husband's got a Ram three-quarter ton truck, but he's got a plow on the front so he can get through anything. But you have to remember, when it snows coming down that badly, your best place is home. Just, you know, clear your own driveway if you want. But if you've got any health conditions, don't shovel the snow. Find some kid. There's always a nice neighbor who will come by and help you because you get, there's a lot of that heart attacks. We lost quite a few people that shoveled. But I will tell you something really cool is that there were a ton of Bills fans that really, really wanted to help get out the Bills players to get them on the plane because we ended up right. playing in uh, Detroit. They they call them the Bills Mafia. You may have seen them if you're a big football fan. They're all the people that are they go crazy. They're the serious tailgaters and the serious people who have you know low seats in the in the gold section. Um, they went and plowed out. Josh Allen, Diggs, and a bunch of other people because they wanted to make sure they got to the airport. Some people even drove some of the players to the airport. That's how serious these people are. Yeah, no, I heard about my My partner, Mike Jack Reno's parents live up there, and I spoke to them earlier in the day on Saturday, and they said it was questionable whether the, the players would be able to get to the airport. But they did, and they won, and that's the uh, real New York team winning, so I'm, uh, I'm happy yeah. to hear that. All right, Lauren, it is our time has come to an end. You have a great evening. Have a great dinner. And um, we'll talk to you next time. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. You as well and all your listeners. And congratulations on becoming a grandma in February. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. 
Lauren Fix here on the Power Hour. Um, before we uh, we take a quick break, I just read a story about um, before we came on the air about the average percentage of a tip in a restaurant has gone down. Uh, I think it's about three percent, from nineteen percent to sixteen percent here in New York City. Um, you know, most of these restaurants, the, the the waiters and the waitresses, you know, they're paying their mortgage, their mortgage, their rent, their car, whatever they're paying for, on your tips. So if you have enough bread to go out to eat in Midtown, which is always a financially taxing adventure, I mean, is there that big of a difference if you add the extra three bucks? Um, you know, instead of giving them $17, you give them 20 bucks. Uh, you know, it may not make a huge difference to you, but if they have, you know, 10 tables and they each add 10 bucks, well, that's 30 bucks. And that's like an extra, I mean, probably, uh, you know, I don't know, 30 bucks gets you at least a half a tank of gas. Unless you drive a Fiat 500 like I do and it gives you like a full tank of gas. Um, but, you know, I was not happy to read that. Um, even in the taxi cabs, although now that the cabs are going up 23%, um, you know, I always try to give uh, as generous a, a tip as I can because those are hard jobs. Driving a cab is a hard job. Being a waiter or a waitress or a busboy, uh, working in the kitchen of a restaurant, those are hard jobs. You are on your feet. You are hustling. You It's customer service. You have to be accurate with the orders, the delivery. You have to be elegant in the service. And... You know, whatever. I just feel like they deserve that little extra compensation. I'm not looking for you to drain your bank account, but you know, if it's a hundred dollar bill, a hundred dollar uh, tab, and you leave sixteen dollars versus twenty bucks, is that is that four bucks really going to make a difference? Be generous, folks. It's the holiday season. We're coming back to talk about mortgages. Don't leave us. So I was on the phone with a judge today, actually, who listens to the show, and he said, you know, I heard you had the uh, the head of the court officer, uh, the court reporters union on. He's like, you know, I found it interesting. I don't know about your, you know, your listeners, whether that's something that they would really grab onto. But I said, listen, it's a legitimate job uh, in a in a world where, you know, every indication is inflation's going up. It looks like interest rates are going up to try to bring inflation down. Um, people may be looking for some some long-term solutions to their employment situation, and being a court reporter fits the bill. Um, you know, you get the, the fun and the excitement of the law without, you know, all of the schooling and the financial obligation of paying for all of that schooling when you are a court reporter. Court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, and television stations are all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu, info I-N-F-O at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Coming up tonight at 7, 
What type of market leads off the week when you know you've got a big holiday uh, following behind it? Uh, Hillary Kramer will be back with us. It is Money Monday, and we hope that you will join us as well. That's tonight at 7, Radio Night Live, only on AM 970, The Answer. Chances are your home financing questions won't end when this show does. So the next time you have a question about home loans, ask the lending experts at Citizens Bank. They can help you every step of the way during the home buying process, starting with getting a pre-approval before you start shopping for a new home. Call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizen Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. This is Dennis Prager. Visit the Holy Land with me and Inspiration Cruises and Tours, because no other trip will be like the Stand with Israel Tour. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. Come experience the all-new 2023 Mitsubishi PHEV, our plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. Bold, capable, electrifying. Reserve yours today. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Freehold Mitsubishi, just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. We are all started up at 6.33 on a Monday night here in New York City. This is Arthur Idala. I'm pretty fired up. I have a, uh, a great dinner lined up tonight. I am going to, I believe, Del Frisco's uh, restaurant. I have to make sure that my dinner mate knows it's the restaurant and not the grill because they're a couple blocks apart the restaurant's more important and i did him a favor so he's paying me for, he's paying for my dinner so i want to go to the nicer place um it's actually a good friend of mine and we're just catching up it's actually patrick hines it's uh former brooklyn district attorney uh joe hines's son and uh we've known each other from yeah from law school we me and and patrick hines and noel downey in the winter break which is fast approaching um, 31 years ago, we started studying for the bar exam basically six months before we were going to take it. And, uh, at least for Noel and I, that we knew we were at a law school that did not have a very high bar pass rate and we needed to do go above and beyond, which we did. Uh, Patrick was smart enough to just team around. He was Noel's roommate and, uh, to pal around with Noel and studied with us. And on that, uh, fateful day, of November the 16th, 1992, all three of us were told we passed the bar exam 30 years ago. How did that happen? I don't even know how it's Thanksgiving. I think the week that I took off when I took the, when we went with the family trip to Disney between Halloween, because <clears throat> we were there for Halloween, I, I, I don't know, that, that week disappearing, I just, how is it Thanksgiving? I have no idea. But. I've been going for these walks in the neighborhood and these little jogs in the neighborhood. I've been seeing all these beautiful homes, and some of them are for sale. And if I have any brains in my head, there's really no reason for me to ever move from the house that I am in right now. It serves all of, of everything I need is there. But, you know, it's always you want more, you want bigger, you want different, blah, 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 blah. But these are not inexpensive homes. 
And so as I'm walking, I'm thinking, well, you know, my house today has, you know, the mortgage is that much. If I sold it for X, uh, I would have this much equity then to put into a new house. And But the reason why uh, I'm doing all of this math isn't as much for me really buying a new house because that's not happening anytime soon, but it's for our next guest. If it's Monday, let's talk about some mortgages on Mortgage Monday with Timothy Kennedy, who is an, a, a specializes in the field of mortgages, in particularly reverse mortgages. But before we talk about reverse mortgages, uh, Mr. Kennedy, um, so is it kind of true, rule of thumb, that now as uh, interest rates go up, so people have to pay more on their monthly uh, mortgage payment, that the price of homes is going to go down because people can't afford as much? That's that's usually what happens in the past, you know, when rates increased, you know, usually house values would start coming down. But if, if you see what's happening today, the house values aren't really coming down as dramatically as interest rates went up. Right? You have to realize, you know, a 30-year fixed rate in January is about three and a half. Right now we're, you know, now we're in between six and a half and seven. And uh, for this particular market in this New York area, the house values are really not dropping as dramatically as you think they would be. Okay. Um, thanks for the information. Obviously, it takes a while for these trends to kick in, correct? Sure. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, obviously. So, yeah. Know, let's yeah. see where we are in you know March, April, May. When is, is there a, uh, at least in this tri-state area, is there a house buying season, so to speak? You know, I've been in the mortgage business since 1994, and, uh, you know, I've never allowed a season to affect my business. You know, I always thought that was a state of mind. Uh, but, yeah, sometimes people do take uh, December and January off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, you know, I would think maybe sometime like late July and early August when they're more in vacation mode. Vacation mode, yeah. Stressing yep. about this. So, you know, we hear the words reverse mortgage. We see commercials on TV for reverse mortgage. It seems to be geared towards older people. Educate the listeners uh, here on AM 970 on the Authorized Dollar Power Hour. Uh, what is a reverse mortgage and who is it suitable for, et cetera? So uh, just to give you a, a little background, I am a certified reverse mortgage professional. I am one of maybe 200 in the entire country with that designation. And a reverse mortgage today is really suited for homeowners over the age of 62 that want to age in place maintain some sort of financial independence, and the idea is they can access the equity in their homes, what we call housing wealth, right? So um, I just I just recorded a show. I don't know if you know it or not, Arthur, but I have a show on uh, Saturdays, and the name of the show is called It's Just a Mortgage. It's every Saturday, 5 p.m. on AM 970 and AM uh, 570. And that's exactly what I talk about. I talk about the misconceptions and the wrong information about reverse mortgages today. And then I also flip it and I talk about the benefits of today's reverse mortgage, not so much as a last resort or a last ditch effort to keep mom and dad or the homeowner in the home, but more so as a tax efficient retirement income tool, using it to protect and preserve uh, the homeowners' uh, investment portfolios, maybe to use a reverse mortgage to offset their monthly income with a monthly payment from the reverse mortgage. And what I like to talk most about is the reverse mortgage line of credit, you know, creating that line of credit so they can have access to the equity in their home 
if and when they need it sometime later on in life, sometime well, so later on in the, retirement. What's the difference between getting a reverse mortgage line of credit and getting like a, a HELOC, a um, home improvement line of credit? A, a home equity line of credit. Great home question. Equity, well, the home equity line of credit, right? Number one, you need to verify income. So most homeowners over the age of 62 may be on a fixed income and may not qualify. Okay. Number two, it's a strict a FICO score. They need to have a 700-plus FICO score. The biggest thing with HELOCs, and we saw this back in 2008, 2009, and at the onset of COVID, when there's a downturn in the market, you know these banks and lenders, they will shut down or reduce the amount of money you qualify for a home equity line of credit. And last but not least, when you start using that line of credit, guess what? You have to start making monthly payments. Okay. With the reverse mortgage line of credit, there is no uh, income or DTI. It's more of a financial assessment. There is no monthly payment, and it can never be shut down or reduced provided you're living in the house as your primary residence, paying your taxes and insurance, and maintaining the property. And then what happens when the person or the, both people who have taken out the reverse mortgage are no longer with us? Sure. So when the homeowners sell the home or when the last surviving spouse passes away, and that's why I call the show, my show, It's Just a Mortgage, because the house would get sold, the balance of the mortgage would get paid back, and then any remaining equity in that home would go back to the, to the seller, right, to the homeowner, and or the last surviving spouse would go back to the estate. Okay, and what if the last surviving spouse passes away, and uh, let's say it's a million-dollar home, and they've eaten up $400,000 um, in, in the equity or whatever? So, so they, have, they have a million-dollar house, and they have a $400,000 reverse mortgage. Correct. So they pay back <clears throat> the $400,000 reverse mortgage, and that $600,000 in equity would go back to the family or to the estate. But would the children have the opportunity to pay off that four hundred thousand and keep the house? Sure, can they could purchase that house? They could pay back the four hundred thousand and keep the home. I think okay. I, 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 you know. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna preempt one of your questions possibly, and maybe one of your questions is: What happens if there's a downturn in the market? What happens if the reverse mortgage exceeds the value of the house? Okay. So what happens in that part of it is a reverse mortgage today. It, well, it has always been. A reverse mortgage is a non-recourse loan. So nobody is personally responsible for that debt. So the house gets sold. Whatever the house sells for gets paid back to the reverse mortgage. And then any, re- any remaining balance of that reverse mortgage gets paid by, by the federal government because it's a federally insured product. Oh. But getting back but, to but, your... But, getting back, uh, yeah, but yep. here's my real question. Don't you, don't you limit the amount of... You know, loan to value of, of the property? I mean, could you sure. borrow up to 100% of what your appraised value of your house is? Uh, no. Boy, that would be pretty cool, right? But right. no. Yeah. So, so just getting back to the, your existing question. So, yes, somebody in the family, the children, could purchase that home if it was upside down at 95% loan to value. Getting to your, your next question, the balance of the money that you can qualify for a reverse mortgage is based off of three criteria. Number one, the age of the borrower. Because the older you are, the more you qualify for. The younger you are, you qualify for that much less. The appraised value of the house. And then what we call the expected rate. And based off of those three criteria, that's what will base the amount of money that the homeowner would qualify for. So at 62 years of age today, you would qualify for about 45% loan to value. If you were 95, 
you would qualify for about 75% loan-to-value. And again, it's gotcha. all based on, on uh, mortality. Well, if you really want to learn a lot more about this, and it could be a very valuable tool for you, it's just a mortgage. It's here on AM 970. On Saturdays, you will get to hear directly from Tim Timothy Kennedy. So tune in. Tim, thanks so much. We hey, really appreciate it. Arthur, thank you for the time. And, and just real quick, I think my wife took the bar exam the same time you did. How cool is that? Ah, oh, there we go. God bless. <laughs> and she was a All success, right. too. Have a great week. Thank you. You, too. Have a Happy great Happy Thanksgiving. Back at you. All right, folks, we'll be right back. So let us talk about, what do you think we should talk about? You think you want to talk about those cruises we go on together, San Bolino? Does that sound like a good idea? Yeah, absolutely. I All love right. those I cruises. Mean, those cruises are so much fun. And, I, you know, I don't, this is one that I really don't need the script for because uh, I even remember the phone number. Um, if you have a special event coming up, I would I, I'd be shocked if they have any availability in the month of December, but I would definitely call um, to see if they do because it's that great of an experience. 212-633-1231. That is the number to call New York Cruises and book the Atlantis yacht. It is just a unforgettable time. As I've said over and over, there are many venues out there. There's plenty of places that we go and they're, they're so beautiful. And But, you know, a year later, two years later... Do you really talk about the venue? Very rare. Unless it's like, as I said, the plaza, the wall of Astoria, maybe the Pierre. After that, they all kind of meld into one. Oh, yeah, that was nice. Oh, yeah, that was nice. The one thing that you'll never forget is that cruise around Manhattan, up and down, under those bridges, pulling up to the Statue of Liberty. Captain Fred plays God Bless America. And you have chills running down your spine thinking of our ancestors on that sh- those ships passing by Lady Liberty. It is the perfect venue for a corporate event, a wedding, engagement, anniversary, reunions, retirements, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs, you name it. So don't hesitate. Call 212-633-1231, 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. ReliefFactor.com, that's where you go to to order or to read about. Read about the effect it's had on people. It's it's a wonder drug. I don't know if drug is the right word but because you don't need a prescription. But it is. It's a wonder drug. It's, it's like a miracle pill because it relieves the vast majority of its users of most or all of their muscle or joint pain. And here's the honest thing that they say that is unique in my opinion among products. If it doesn't work in three weeks, it probably won't work. How's that for a product maker? So you have a three-week price of nineteen ninety-five plus shipping, to be precise. Give it, give it that try. ReliefFactor.com, 800-500-8384. Go to ReliefFactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF, the number 4-RELIEF, to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. 
Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michael's of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michael's of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michael's of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michael's of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michael's of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Love this tune. Today in 1981, Queen and David Bowie number one in the UK with this song. They recorded the song together when both acts were working in a Swiss recording studio. It was David Bowie's first release collaboration with another recording artist. He had others since then. And there it is, Under Pressure. And, um, you know, usually at everyone's time in someone's life, you're under pressure. Whether you're a Sambolino and you can't mess up behind the board, um... You know, the mornings before I'm going to deliver a summation and I'm in my bathroom rehearsing it, you know, you, you definitely feel some pressure. And um, I, I, Bowie died too soon. That's one of the guys who I would love to have seen. Uh, I loved him. I never saw him. And I, I would have, that would have definitely been on the list that Luca and I to go see. As Same with Queen. Missed out on both of those. Uh, I think they were both outstanding performers from what I saw of their videos, unfortunately, they the videos don't really do justice to, I think, the, the live experience. Um, speaking of Luca, Luca helped me out today uh, without realizing it. So sometimes when you run any business or entity, you got to, you know, kind of tighten things up a little bit. So this morning around 11 o'clock, I released a memo to, quote, all employees of Idolabra Tuna and Cammons from me re-policies and procedures of the office. And we went through some, you know, if you read the first page, it seems like I'm a real taskmaster. I'm really, you know, pushing people and, and being maybe a little tough on them and giving some directives about time to be in and how long you should be in the office and timesheets and cleaning up after yourself, amongst other things. Um, and I ended it by saying... I strive to create an environment that is comfortable and amicable while we are being productive under a serious amount of, now if I knew that song I would have said pressure, instead I said a serious amount of stress. I also want everyone to have autonomy. I am not looking to be a supervisor over people's hours and workspace. We all have to do better in our goal of being the best that we can be. Nothing listed above is difficult to achieve. We just need to be more diligent and disciplined. And then thanks to Luca, I added this quote, which he read to me over the weekend. Quote, there may be people who have more talent than you do, but there's no excuse for anyone to work harder than you do. And that quote is by Sam Bellino. I hate to put you on the spot, but since you're the only other guy I could talk to right now. Hmm. Very, very famous, very, very popular New York athlete of recent ilk, who is now retired. 
Derek Jeter. You got it. All right. All right. You got that, folks, for the record, I'm not with Sam Bellino right now. I did not tip him off. But it's a great quote. There may be people who have more talent than you, but there's no excuse for anyone to work harder than you do. And, you know, in the world that I live in <clears throat> of, of the law, you know, uh, probably the name that comes up the most now as being the dean of the law at this point is Benjamin Brofman. We did two shows, right, San Molino with Ben Brothman? Correct. Right. We, and they were fascinating, and we got so many compliments on them. And maybe, you know what, that those one be, would not be bad shows, um, Matt, to rerun when maybe we take a little time off for the holidays because they're very intriguing. But it's no secret because you can just look it up. You know, Ben Brothman didn't go to Harvard, Yale, you know, Princeton, Stanford. Um he, you know, he now he said, you know, he was always working when he was going to school, so that was kind of his excuse for not going to top schools. I was having fun when I went to school, so that was my excuse for not going to top schools. But I don't have any really regrets. I mean, as Geraldo told me, never look back. Um, but when we asked him, you know, what, what the secret of his success was, he's like, I just always worked harder than everybody, and I'm not going to put myself in Ben Brofman's league, but. I, I put in a lot of hours. Let's just let's just put it that way. I put in a lot of hours. And, you know, I understand the buck stops here, but um, I feel an obligation, especially to the younger people in the office, because now as, you know, December 1, I'm 55, the majority of people here are younger than I am, to lead by example, number one, but then <clears throat> impose, because sometimes they're watching me and they don't get it. Um, there was a young man in the office who's still with us, um, when I laid down the law that on September the 7th, I want to say it was, which was 2020, which was the day after Labor Day, right, uh, you know, after the summer of the pandemic. Now, we were here and basically two weeks into the pandemic we were working, but I, you know, I sent out a little memo saying, on this date, we're, you know, we're all back and we're all ready to go. And um, it may not have been that day, but he showed up that day, just wearing like shorts and a t-shirt and you have judge Cummins who's all West dressed in a suit. I'm all dressed in a suit. Others are wearing at least a sports jacket. So I was like, all right, it's the first day. He didn't know. I'll let him go. I'll let it go. <clears throat> but then the second day, I think it was that Wednesday. Now I'm in a suit. Cummins is in a suit. I forget who else was here. Imran was in a three piece suit. You know, even though the city was empty, this is September of, of 2020. The city was empty. Um, stores were closed. You couldn't even get lunch and things like that. I see him in his office and he's wearing shorts and a t-shirt and I never raise my voice here, but I'm like, Hey, get in here. And he's like, well, what, what? I go, what are you wearing? And he's like, oh, well, you know, we've been wearing this the whole summer. I go, didn't you get the clue yesterday with judge Cummins? Who's the name partner? I'm the managing partner. Imran, who's the partner? We're all, all suited up. You, you don't, you didn't get the memo. I'm like, don't let this happen again. Close, close the door to my office. I'm banging out some work. I open the door like an hour later, maybe not even. And he's sitting behind his desk in a suit. I go, get in here. I go, how did, and he doesn't live anywhere around. Me. I go, how did this happen? He goes, I went down the block to men's warehouse, <laughs> bought a suit. And they, they were already, the pants, I think, were already hemmed. So I apologize for taking him out. But, um... I don't really remember what, what the point of my story was, except that, you know, sometimes you need to 
not only lead by example, but then shove that example down someone's face. Um, one thing I didn't get to today was everyone was asking me about, oh, are you going to put on the World Cup in the Sinatra Room? Are you going to put on the World Cup in the Sinatra Room? And we could talk about this. We have a couple of weeks to talk about it. I'm not that enthusiastic about the World Cup. Um, you know, we started off about my, today with my unexpected rant about that kid who lost his scholarship because he said a word you're not allowed to say. Well, I'm not thrilled about the World Cup because it's being held in a country that has no tolerance um, for gay people, for homosexuality in general. I believe it's a crime on the books. Um, they, they mistreat women. Um, and if you want to look at it objectively, look, I have zero evidence, but it seems like they probably bribed their way into hosting the world cup. And the bottom line is it's, this is the biggest event in the world. It is, I think statistically, like, uh, from radio or television, uh, point of view and coverage, it's the number one event more than the Olympics, more than anything else. And in my opinion, the host country should be a country that is a shining example of humanity. Now, you know, I'm not saying they have to have American values or the same religion that I am in. Not at all. But I don't think uh, a country that has uh, serious, uh, you know, rights violations. And you know, you could say the same thing about China. Uh, but you know, China is like almost a necessary evil for us. Um, I don't know. I, I, so I am having a hard time. I believe America tied with Wales today, one-one. I don't, don't. I, I did put it on. I went in for one minute and watched. I just, I don't know. My heart's not in it yet. Of course, Italy's not playing this year. They won the European Cup, and then they don't qualify for the World Cup. Can you believe that? But I don't know. And what is this? How do they cutter? Show me a spelling of that word. How you pronounce it? Cutter doesn't make any sense to me. So I guess you know, I'm sure they're going to get a lot of eyeballs watching the World Cup. But I am not happy at all with FIFA, the organization that chose um, Qatar, and um, just just seems wrong to me that uh, they get to be the showcase of the biggest sport in the world. We will be back tomorrow, Tuesday. We'll be live. We'll be local on the Author Idala Power Hour. Have a great night. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver for the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.